Hey, Naomi. Hey, Bex. What's red, white, and blue at Christmas? I don't know. A sad candy cane. Wee. <laughs> Why is it sad? Ah. <sighs> I didn't ask. I, I thought I'd give it its privacy. You know, sometimes you That's just fair. need to have a moment by yourself. Yeah, feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go, candy cane. You feel that sad. This is Christmas. Should we do the thing? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Welcome to Jiggle Bells. I'm Bex. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Yes, we are, because it is Christmas every day here at Jingle Bells, and we are well into December. Yay! I keep forgetting to have my chocolate for my advent calendar, so at the end of the week, I've actually got like four or five to catch up on. At this point, I should just buy myself a bar of chocolate every week. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you know what? We all need something to get through the end of the year, because it has just been crazy. What a year! What a year. I can't believe that it's the final month of it. It feels like just yesterday it was February. Yeah, it did feel like February. And then there was wedding bells and a wedding and then the rest of the year happened and now we're at December. I, know. I mean, I, I know that's time. I know that's how time works. It just moves <laughs> forward. <laughs> Don't know why it seems so revolutionary this time. Because <laughs> it seems faster than normal. I don't know why. Oh. Yeah, I really feel like the end of the year just crept up on me. Anyway, probably should actually talk about films and things because that's what we're here to do. Just as a bit of a a PSA for everyone, we have been calling this film Candy Cane Lane. It is not Candy Cane Lane and it is also not to be confused with Candy Cane Lane that comes out this year, which features Eddie Murphy and some very, very scary looking toys and an elf that curses people to become toys. Is that the plot of that movie? Yeah, that is the plot of I thought Candy it was Cane like, Lane. I thought it was... I mean, I don't know what I thought it was. That's not what... <laughs> I didn't think it was that. Okay. Well, yes, no. That... I will say I did message Naomi being like, wait a minute, is it this one? No, it's not that one. We've been calling it the wrong <laughs> name the whole time. And then when yeah. I went and saw it and I saw that it wasn't called Candy Cane Lane, but it was in fact called Candy Cane Christmas, I was so mm-hmm. sure in my head that it was called Candy Cane Lane that I was like, oh my God, a third movie that has two <laughs> titles for no reason. No. We are wrong. This time, the Mm -hmm. other two did have two titles. Christmas Romance Al Dente slash A Taste for Christmas and The Tree Mm -hmm. That Saved Christmas slash The Holiday Tree. Each their own separate same movies with two titles. This one never called Candy Cane Lane, only called Candy Cane Christmas. (laughs) I don't know. We we just just got it wrong. And yet for the past like three months, while we've been planning the season, while we've been doing the season, we've been calling it Candy Cane Lane the whole time. It was just wrong. Yep. That's it. It's been just wrong. Even we can be wrong sometimes. So if you've tuned in already for us to talk about this crazy movie with Eddie Murphy, then sorry. Maybe (laughs) next year. um, It's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a very different, probably more boring, less terrifying uh, film today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, we are. But, you know, Candy Cane Christmas was fine. Was just yeah. fine. It, it certainly was a film that happened. It's it's better than uh, last week's episode in which we reviewed Santa's Second Wife. Um, oh. Like, they actually do hit a lot of Christmas movie moments. Mm-hmm. Um, it was much better than Too Close for Christmas. And again, hits a lot of those classic Christmas movie moments. But yeah, otherwise, it was just a bit, I don't know, followed like a Hallmark movie film formula. It's like someone went yeah. through their writing program and then went, do you know what? I'm going to do this myself. It's fine. And produced this. <laughs> yeah, it's not the most, it's it's not bad. Mm, mm-hmm. It's not brilliant. It yeah. ha- stuff happens. There's things I like about it. I can't quite mm-hmm. put my finger on why I didn't really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But we'll get we'll get into it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. But in the meantime, we'll probably get to the synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I need to do a jingle. Anyway, here's my here's my little jingle. <laughs> very little jingle today. Standing in line to see the show tonight, and there's a light on. Rudolph's nose By the way I tried to say I'd be there Heavy snow <laughs> Set, That's all I've got I like it, good Short and sweet, amazing Thanks. Thanks So Candy Cane Christmas is about Phoebe Who is searching for a new tradition To lift her holiday spirits And she realises that it's not the traditions we cherish But the people with whom we share them that's basically the plot. That is basically. I don't it. know whether she does realize that. No, not really. Not exactly. I don't. I don't really think she does. She does, she like, does make some rest. kids very happy, though. That's true. Like she does good things. She does try and engage in new Christmas traditions. But mm. I wouldn't say that she's like over the fact that her <laughs> old traditions aren't happening. In fact, they still happen. No. So yeah, I don't know what she. I don't think she learns anything. But we'll we'll get into it. Let's go through. We've got mm-hmm. our who's who of who's not. Yes, and it's a very not this time. It is very <laughs> I'll be not completely honest. Mm-hmm. But first up, we've got Beverly Mitchell as Phoebe Saunders. She's actually been acting since the nineties and has been in things like Melrose Place, Baywatch, Hey Arnold, and Saw Two. Um, she's also been in Christmas TV movies, A Gift Wrapped Christmas in twenty fifteen. Hometown Christmas in 2018 and Rock and Roll Christmas 2019. Cool. A varied career for Phoebe. Then we've got Mark Ganime as Eric Kelton. He's been in Smallville, Supernatural, iZombie, Helix, Quantico, Arrow and The Bull Type. He's also been in Christmas TV movies, Christmas with a View from 2018, Always and Forever Christmas in 2019. Twinkle All the Way from 2019 and Christmas in Big Sky Country from 2023. Wow. That's a lot of Christmas movies. I mean, like, he's I mean, very TV. handsome though. He, he was very like... handsome. I did put in my notes that he was very handsome <laughs> and charming. So, you know, I don't blame him. It's probably an easy buck. Like, the mm-hmm. plots aren't too caught. It's not like you're having to do your own stunts in a Christmas movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. There's no real, like, <laughs> You know, the costumes aren't uncomfortable. Well, unless it's yeah. June when you're filming it and you've got to wear a big mm-hmm. coat. But, you know, everyone's always routinely underdressed in these movies anyway. So, well, because I'm it's sure June. it's... Although yeah, I have June. to say, like, 
you could see their breath in this film, and I am sure that they filmed it in winter. Like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, it was I Canada, mean, that makes a so change. That wouldn't surprise me. Then we had Derek Johns as Joe Holloway. He's also been in The Bold Type. He was in The Boys too, but this is his only Christmas movie credit. Mm-hmm. Next up, we've got Benedict Belazare as Laurie Danes. She was also in The Bold Type, and this is her only Christmas credit too. But she's been in a lot of horror films like You Killed My Mother and Next Door Nightmare. Oh. Um, so I guess she was trying something different with this. She just moved on from... Uh... Halloween to Christmas. Next, we'll see her in a bunch of <laughs> Valentine's Day movies. St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yes. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Classic St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. movies. Next, we've got Brett Geddes as Adam Grant. He's also been in The Boys, and this is his only Christmas credit, too. And he's also been in a bunch of horror movies like Fatal Family Reunion and Abducted on Prom Night. Terrifying. I, I didn't like Adam. No, I didn't like Adam either. I thought he was pretty. Awful. I mean, if that was Lots the de- interference. De- yeah, if that was the design of his character, then good job, Brett. You did an awesome job. But if his character was meant to be otherwise <laughs> likable, tough Didn't shit work. out of luck, Brett. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Trudy Weiss as Aunt Maggie. She's been in Suits and Hannibal, and this is her only Christmas credit as well. And then finally, we've got Mark Day as Greg. Ugh, Greg. This is his only Christmas credit, but he's a Canadian actor and broadcaster and he's been acting since 1998. He didn't really have any like notable credits that we would have heard of necessarily outside of Canada. Yeah. So that's why I didn't mention them. Yep. Good job. My- Greg was meant to be terrible. And he was terrible. And he was. He was really, really mm. terrible. We'll We'll get into it. This movie felt weird because it felt very festive but also not very fe- like everything they did was centered around mm. christmas in the kind of way yeah. when you go into like a, ch- a like a junior school full of like kids mm. under 10 and the whole of december is just christmas because that's how it works yeah. but like when you're a grown-up oh, yeah. i mean unless you're us in which case it's been christmas i mean <laughs> first of all it's christmas every day at jingle bells but it has been particularly yeah. christmas every day since like you know late october yeah but for most people <laughs> You know, when it gets to, it's normally like this time of year, you start vaguely thinking about Christmas. But in this, Mm -hmm. in this land, oh boy, does everyone fucking love Christmas. (laughs) And uh, isn't there a lot of different Christmas stuff for you to do every day? Oh my God, yes. Uh, Like there was cookie baking there. Well, actually, no, there was attempted cookie baking. There was like several tree decorations i mean to be fair phoebe and laurie like two of the main characters they worked in a flower shop so it's probably christmas for them again from like the end of october start Mm -hmm. of november but yeah i don't know like there wasn't a lot of other christmas activities yeah aside from kind of those two oh no they made wreaths actually i tell a lie they did like decorate a lot of stuff like there was a lot of decorating Christmas toy drive. Yeah, the Christmas toy drive. They decorated a bunch of trees. It was weird because they decorated a bunch of trees, but then there was like no other trees in the film. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I mean, going on to the tree count, like there wasn't a whole lot of trees in the film. There was a lot of lights and there was a lot of like wreaths everywhere and there was a lot of like garlands and things like that, but there wasn't like loads of trees. So we had about eight trees in about two and a half minutes, roughly, which again, doesn't necessarily like, mean that it's the most festive film ever. But, I you know, like, 
Laurie's house, for example, like when um, Phoebe goes to Laurie's house and meets Greg for the first time. Greg. Like, Laurie's house is decked out. Like, there is stuff everywhere. It looks like Christmas threw up all over her house. Yeah, that was the thing I noticed that I was like, no one else will notice this other than maybe Naomi. But, like, there (laughs) is a scene where it's meant to be, like, you know, that kind of symmetry they cut between Eric and Phoebe, who are both, like, hauling Mm. Christmas trees into their houses. But the rest of their house is already decorated. So there's, like, wreaths on the wall and tinsel everywhere. (laughs) But then, but now's the time they're bringing in the tree. And I was like, surely the tree is where you start. Is the tree not Ooh. where you start when you're decorating for Christmas? You pull the tree out, you yeah. get the lights up and you do that. And then and then you go outwards from the tree. The tree is the center point of the Christmas decorating yeah. experience. And then you go outwards. Yeah, I would have said so. Yeah. Like, I mean, my tree is already up, but that's because it's yeah. like three feet tall. <laughs> so <That's bad. laughs> it doesn't take long. But yeah, the tree is up. And then I decided to put up like a few garlands and then I pulled out all of the gingerbread men that we oh own. yeah oh yes we do love the gingerbread men can i say something controversial yet brave oh yes I'm, i don't i don't have my tree up yet i don't feel very festive <gasps> this year isn't that weird oh no maybe i need Aww. the tree maybe that's what's gonna make me feel festive maybe 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 i need to okay. dedicate some time but i'm not here for christmas this year like i'm away so mm, i'm like that's Ooh. true mm. Mm. I don't know. Well, mm. I put the tree because we're also away for Christmas. So I was like, well, you know, I want to enjoy the tree while I can. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I but guess it's only once a year I get the opportunity to, to enjoy the tree. Maybe I should yeah. put the tree up this weekend and then maybe that would help me feel more festive. Yeah. Also, just a little bit of Christmas joy in your life. Yeah. Watch enough Christmas films. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's more joyful than cleaning up plastic nettles uh, off the floor every single day? <laughs> Maybe I need to speak to what's her face from the holiday tree to see if I can find my tree Bex version of uh Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe she can help me find the real meaning of Christmas, which is obviously a tree. According to our own like criteria, tree, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking I was might just go get like a little baby mini tree. Just have mm-hmm. a little just a little bitty one. Yeah. I uh I saw some really cute like lushy trees yesterday and they had like little stars on top with teeny little smiles and then their plant pots were also teeny little smiley things and they were so cute and you wouldn't have to clean up plastic nettles that's That's true that's really true Hmm. so Hmm. many options for trees but yeah you just like fill your home with trees yeah i'll get lots (laughs) of trees and drink some gingerbread uh drink no eat some gingerbread and drink some delicious (laughs) mead and that will clearly get me more into the festive spirit maybe that's what it is i was wearing i wore i did wear my christmas jumper out in november and i got hate for it not like serious oh, hate, wow. but like so, no, it wasn't like serious. I definitely made that sound worse than it was. But someone was like, "Oh, <laughs> you're one of those people. He really likes Christmas." And I was like, "I will not be shamed for enjoying yeah. something. How dare you?" Anyway, this is very much not about the movie, but I just thought I would share. So, what do you do if you're not feeling festive? Help me. I've I've never had this problem before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I was thinking about breaking up my Christmas jumper. Like, I feel like it's time. It's so cold it's and Christmas jumpers are so yeah. cozy. It's because they're all plastic and wool be- uh, like blends. There you go. Yeah. 
Toasty, toasty Christmas jumpers. There wasn't any Christmas jumpers in this movie, actually. I think it could have benefited from it. Though she was always in red yeah. and he was always in green. I mean, classic Christmas wardrobe. You know, like, you've always got to be in red and green, like, in trade off. You know, one yeah. day she's in red, the next day he's in red. So like, yeah, yeah, that's it. So who's wearing green today? Let's do rock, paper, scissors for red v green. Uh, we should probably talk about this film a bit more. Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> So I really liked Phoebe and Eric's relationship or like how it built anyway. It didn't feel super forced, like beyond, you know, your usual like film tropes and stuff. They had like six meet cutes. They did. They kept you know? re-meeting, which was kind of nice. Like yeah. it was like, oh, because the tree is decorated differently, which Phoebe didn't even want, that made him go mm. into the shop and started a series of events where then they kept meeting each other. Yeah, and I thought that was a really nice way to do a Christmas film. Because usually, like, they meet or, you know, the one of the love interests is their, like, childhood sweetheart or whatever, and, like, they know each other already. Yeah. Whereas this felt like a really nice way for two strangers to come together. Like, no one worked with anyone already. Apparently this town was big enough that they didn't know each other. Because when Phoebe's, like... Oh, God, I can't remember her name. Like, the older black lady who ran Candy Cane Lane for years and years. Ooh, um, Mrs. Ooh, is it like Mrs. I can't Crenshaw remember her name. or something like that? Mrs. End of... I'll Google it. Let me do yeah. Google it. <laughs> well, like, when she's telling Phoebe that she's leaving and that Candy Cane Lane's not going ahead anymore, like, I thought that the male lead was going to be the person that bought her house and he was going to be like the Scrooge that ruined I, Candy Cane Lane. I thought so too. I yeah, also thought that it, that was what was it was going to be, but it was not that. It was not that. You know, Eric was really nice and he was a vet and he loved animals and I have never seen so many animals being cuddled in a film before in my life. Her name is Mrs. McGraw. Damn it. Louisa McGraw. <laughs> so McGraw. Yeah. I don't know whether I'm pronouncing it right, but whatever. Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for searching for that. But Thank yeah, you, IMDB. I, I genuinely thought that like it was going to be a, a battle for Candy Cane Lane, but it wasn't. There was no like real tension with this film, yeah. to be honest. The, yeah. And maybe that was what made it feel a bit boring. Yeah. I mean, like I don't like unnecessary... Like, I like... I like there to be a little bit of drama, but I need it to be well yeah. thought out and calculated. Like, you know, a scroll gets stolen on Christmas Eve and no one's allowed to leave <laughs> unless they find it. Otherwise, the treaties up and then the countries are at war. That's what I like in my Christmas movie. Check out Christmas Prince Trilogy uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about. But we, but it was, it was weird because then I felt like Phoebe was like hunting for you know what I mean like he shows up and he's like it's a Christmas emergency I need a plant right and gets yeah. a plant and it turns out it's a plant for his aunt haha I'm a poet right um it's a plant for his aunt <laughs> and he like goes and does that and she thinks that he has like a girlfriend or whatever mm-hmm. I just don't understand like right at the end we're, we're skipping about so much but like right at the end you know she goes to the vets mm-hmm. to pick up the toys for the toy drive fucking plot so convoluted she goes to the vets yeah. to pick up the toys for the toy drives and he's not there because he's busy trying to set up a surprise for her and yeah. in that moment she overhears that his ex-girlfriend got in touch which i don't i i will say I, my brain has blocked out half of this movie did we see that happen 
No, we didn't, I didn't which is think why that. it was such unnecessary conflict. Because you're like, we didn't see this phone call. If we'd seen the phone call, we would have maybe like been a bit more invested in it. But it was such a nothing thing to introduce out of nowhere. Because like they were together and they were happy. We didn't need to tear them apart again. Yeah. Well, it had already been like that repeated thing mm-hmm. where like, you know, I d- what I what I kind of wish was the case right is that she didn't know that the plant that he bought was for his aunt until like right at the end of the movie and she's like mm-hmm. reluctant to make out with him and to do anything and they're like going and having these little dates and she's feeling really guilty because she thinks that he's in a relationship and he's not in a relationship mm-hmm. and then like right at the end of the movie they go and do the toy drive he sets up this massive surprise for her she's like oh, I don't know what to do and then they finish up at the mm-hmm. like old folks home and she looks over and sees the plant oh my god it was for his aunt all along <laughs> I should have just communicated with you and then they have a little smooch and that's fine right that's done but i was just like i was like why aren't you interested i was like this guy's charming and interested in you and you seem interested Mm -hmm. in him and you have stuff in common and you like seem to get on well and it's not like you're not looking for someone i don't really Mm -hmm. understand like maybe you just didn't vibe and that's cool too but like you know it's a christmas movie there's meant to be a bit of chemistry and he was really going for it right he was like a smooth Mm -hmm. talker he had like cute puppies (laughs) and kittens that he was carrying around the whole time Mm -hmm. in his doctor's coat which i've never seen a vet wear but hilarious um you know and he's doing all of this and and, you know he but like writes his number on a coffee mug for how to call him and he's like very polite on the phone and he looks after his family and i'm like Man, I'll marry this guy. He's a catch. What's going on? <laughs> right? And she's uh, pulling pouty faces. I hate it. She, I, I was like, this woman yeah. must have been a child actor because, like, she is oh, so she was, whiny yeah. and pouty. And I was like, but you're, but you're like forty. You're mm-hmm. like definitely an adult, like a full adult woman pouting over the lack of Christmas lights. Yeah. And yeah, I just yeah. that was her biggest problem the whole time. Like, how how is that anyone's biggest problem ever? Well, also, I kept thinking that her parents were going to be dead because they never showed up. And then her dad showed up and I was like, oh, her dad's here. That's so nice. And then the dad's like, well, your mother and I were talking. And I was like, oh, I guess the mum's alive, too. She doesn't make another appearance in this fucking movie (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. Oh, they appear at the end. Oh, right. Of course. The toy drive at like new Candy Cane Lane and stuff. I also thought her parents were going to be dead because the opening of the film, like her Phoebe's parents are there and they're driving her around Candy Cane Lane. And I was like, oh, my God please don't let them crash on the evening that they go to Candy Cane Lane. And yeah. that's like the tragic backstory forever. Yeah. Well, you know, it would give her no, more of a reason wasn't. to be reluctant to leave out that tradition. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. she was like, oh, well, I remember one of the last things my parents did with me was we went to Candy Cane Lane and I go there every year mm. as a way to remember them. And I would have been like, oh, that makes sense. But like, no, everyone's yeah. fine. She's alive and her problems are nothing. Yeah, She's her like, problems are nothing. So they like in comparison to Eric, who has like the most tragic backstory ever. His parents are dead. His aunt adopts him. Mm -hmm. He gets broke. Like his engagement gets broken Mm -hmm. off the Christmas before. Yeah. Like I'm sure he has another tragic thing happen to him. But like his life is horrible. But he is such a nice person. He's just so positive and chill and like happy and charming and (laughs) lovely. And I was like, hmm, nice, awesome. I mean, he had more bloody chemistry from the random barista girl that we met for one scene. (laughs) I was like, ooh, is this going to be the other woman? There's some great flirting going on. No, we never see her again. (laughs) 
Never see her again. Never, Despite never see her again. She makes the best cookies in the town. Apparently so. Sure. That she gives yeah. away for free to this one guy. That's it. She went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't be a barista anymore. That's it. She has to go work uh, at Greg and Adam's restaurant. Yeah. And everybody in this town was an investor in this restaurant, from what I'm understanding. I think they're just well. taxpayers. I think that's what it is. They just pay taxes. <laughs> Is that a Canadian thing? Canadian I, friends? You I don't know. Are you, maybe are everyone's... you all investors in local restaurants? I don't know. I mean, that would be cool. I would. There's definitely some restaurants in Edinburgh that I would love to be a member of so that I get to go to them more often. That would be cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. Shout out King's Walk and Leith, my favourite Sunday lunch. Best Sunday lunch in Edinburgh. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, it, it just, it seems weird. It's just a, yeah. Uh, well, I just, I just don't like her. I'm really sorry. Mm. I'm really sorry, Beverly. I'm sure you're lovely. I'm sure you're great. I didn't vibe with you in this movie. I don't know whether that was the writing or the portrayal of her or like what Mm. the vibe was, but she seemed very like, very whiny. And it's also a case of like Mm. Louisa McGott, who I'm assuming was her teacher or something. Their relationship's never really explained. But anyway, she comes up and she goes, I'm going to move to California. I need to be close to my son. My house is already sold. Okay, first of all, Mm -hmm. now I don't know how small or big this town is, but like if it was the small town I grew up from, Everyone knows everyone's business and everyone would have looked at that line, uh, that that like house on Zoopla or Zillow or whatever uh-huh. the site is, right? To have a nosy at what it would mm-hmm. look like and ooh, how much are they selling theirs for? It's like part of small town culture. Yeah, It's already sold, right? And yeah. then they're like, the Browns are like, you know, the Browns have moved away and these people aren't here for Christmas and these people have just had a baby so they don't really want to deal with randos stromping through their front garden every day with big flashy lights. And these people mm-hmm. are like, you know, they're whatever. They just don't want to deal with it this year. And yeah. her reaction to an event that she does not organize, that she doesn't no. fund, that isn't pinnacle yeah. of their like, there's clearly still heaps going on at Christmas because yeah. she very quickly found a bunch of other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and there was already things that she could join in with. So I don't really understand like why she was so obsessed with this. Is it because when she was six, she went, I'm going to go to this every year. Okay. Well, when I was six, I was going to be a baker and here I am doing podcasts <laughs> and I'm a poet. So like, you know, I don't, you, you, you're not behudent to things that you say as a six year old. No, shocker. Thank God, really. Really, thank God. (laughs) But it seems like that has been Phoebe's life trajectory, is that she has just been obsessed with this, like, again, when they were going through the opening sequence, this sort of, like, abandoned-looking road that just had loads of lights on it. And I'm like, who's putting up all of these lights? Where Where is it? Where are they plugged in? Yeah. To, to what? How many extension cords have you run through your giant garden to get this to the road? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I believe but... there is like a candy cane. There is like a, the, the official one. I watch, cause it's, We watched this on Amazon Prime. And the fun thing about Prime is it occasionally comes up with little bits of trivia, right? About the movie. And most of the trivia was like, this character's name was actually this and not this, which is what it says in the credits. And I was like, love that for this movie that even the credits have got these characters <laughs> named wrong. It put Rona, who was like the aunt's pal name as Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Her name's Rona. It's spelled Phoebe's name wrong as the main character. It did P H E O B E rather than P H O E B E. 
like stuff like that. And then it was like, oh, the the scene at the beginning was filmed at Ottawa during their candy cane line. So it does seem to be like an actual thing, right? That's a thing. Which I've heard of before, like where they decorate, you know, it seems like a very American thing to like massively decorate your house for the holidays and to have, Mm -hmm. you know, big displays out, out the front and for there to potentially be competition because everything in america has to be a bloody competition um no offense mm-hmm. americans that's just from how i see it from the outside <laughs> people love a competition in the u.s i don't know what about what it's about but um so so that was a, that's a real place like they didn't deck that out for the movie they went to mm. a pre-existing light display to show it but i was also like how rich are all of these people? Because these houses are yeah. mahusive. Is this like where uh, yeah. you grew up, but you know all of these people? Everyone's buying, you know, fresh wreaths. No one's going to Walmart and buying a wreath. Was this meant to be in Canada? <laughs> yeah, I think this is okay. in Canada. I mean, all the actors, I think, barring uh, Phoebe, I, I believe, were all Canadian as well. So okay. it would make sense. And I think that's also why they chose to film it in winter is because they could actually have like real snow. Yeah. I think like Canadian winter is much longer than say Scottish winter. Yeah. Where we have maybe one snow a year if we're lucky. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a real place. I was just watching people drive through like these really empty looking roads that are just covered in lights. And I was like, number one, this doesn't seem very environmentally friendly. Number two, this seems like a lot of work for people that are not anywhere near this place. And yeah. uh, number three, I was like, and you have to drive through it in your car again. Going back to my earlier, unlike friendly for the environment. Not, yeah. not great, but that's me. And I was like, maybe I'm being too skeptical because I've watched too many of these films and maybe I should just calm down. Because also I was like, I wonder if the plot is that they can't do Candy Cane Lane because no one can afford to keep the lights on or they've decided that it's bad for the environment. Yeah, and maybe I was just like Christmas Grinching at that point. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 by the by, like about forty minutes into this film, I was like, "Well, I can see the writing on the wall. He's gonna make her a candy cane lane, and then they're gonna smooch at the end." Mm. And there was nothing yeah. that kind of happened in the meantime that endeared me to anyone particularly, or made me, or was noticeable, with mm. one terrible bald exception. <laughs> Which was her day with Greg. Okay. First of all, this whole movie, I I get that it's a Christmas film, right? And we're meant to suspend a certain Mm. amount of disbelief. And in Christmas land, in Christmas movie world, the worst thing that can happen to you on Christmas is being single. That is the absolute worst thing that could happen. Death, no. Like, horrible illness, (laughs) absolutely not. That's fine. All of that's okay. The absolute Mm -hmm. very, very worst thing that can happen to you on Christmas is you you are single. Which... I, I don't think is fair or accurate, but fine. Christmas mm-hmm. movie land, whatever. Every bloody person that either of these people speak to is so obsessed with setting them up with someone or making mm-hmm. them get over someone. And it's incredibly invasive and rude. And I don't yeah. like it. Now, first of all, Adam, the worst person, second worst person in this movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, he shows up a lot is a bit of a dick and he's like you should try it with Haley. go out just for a couple it doesn't need to be forever it can just be for a couple of dates wiggles eyebrows and i'm like ew you're gross and then <laughs> her friend 
is like, come over for dinner tonight. It'd be really good. You have to come. Come for dinner tonight. And she's like, okay, yeah. sure, I'll come for dinner tonight. She then gets asked out by the guy she actually likes and turns it down because she doesn't want to like upset her friend. And then she gets yeah. there. And I was like, who the fuck is this bald guy? And her friend has just set her up. Like, not, yeah. can I set you up? Not, there's this really nice guy. These are some details about him. Just, now you're in a room together and we're also going to be there staring at you. Yeah. Yep. Romantic. Ooh, Definitely a great weird. basis for a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Not really the vibe. No. So, obviously, that asshole. first date is bad because she's not interested in him. Mm. They then go on a second date and, oh, no, it's to the same restaurant because there's one restaurant in Canada. Uh, so, they're in a, the same <laughs> restaurant as, you know, Eric and random Haley, who he had a date with prior to meeting her. That was prearranged. Yeah. He agreed to that like a long time mm -hmm. ago so like i think yeah. that's very different to like she uh, she accepted a date having already met eric but then she's the one yeah. who got mad that eric was there with a girl and i was like okay oh yeah sure but greg was the worst i thought that um phoebe was gonna be the person that adam was trying to set eric up with because like we didn't hear Haley's name for ages and ages and Adam was like I've got someone that you should meet and blah 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 and I thought it was going to be Phoebe but it was not it was not I mean that and, would have been uh, cool right everyone else was just yeah. like randomly introducing them they kept randomly meeting through different things and like you know yeah. I just kept waiting for him to be like we've got to stop meeting like this you know it's so good <laughs> it would have been great <laughs> didn't happen no random extra people no. for no reason Instead, we had Greg, Ugh. who was a political Greg. cartoonist, because she was like, tell yeah. me about being a political <laughs> cartoonist. And he's like, oh, let's not talk about work. Anyway, here's eight things about my job. I was like, OK, yeah. awesome. <laughs> and Greg, who kept telling her how to do her job, despite the fact that she'd been successfully running a business for however yeah. long at this point yeah and a political cartoonist yeah he was like oh it's so nice <laughs> that you've got your little business i was like you're a cartoonist like that's not yeah like how lucrative is that come on come on come on come on greg and it, it's like and i've never heard of you greg so you can't be that good <laughs> yeah and also shocker greg hates christmas Oh, yeah, of course. Like, oh, of course he hates Christmas. He's like, well, I guess it's fine if you're a child. And I was like, yeah, you would say that when you're bald, Greg. I bet you've been bald since you were 10. And that's why you asked Santa for some fucking hair. And he was like, nah. So his first lip. Yeah. So he was there on Christmas Day with his, you know, he's 10 years old, bald head, got his little Santa hat on to try and keep it warm. And he's like, I'll show you. And draws his first political cartoon, slandering Santa. And he's like, nah, this will be my life. And then that sets him on his path for the future. I was like, I had hopes for Greg. I thought that Greg was going to be like, you know, meet Haley and they were going to hit it off. Oh, yeah, that would have been great, right? That would have been really cool if they oh. were like, she's waiting at the bar, like she's waiting at the table. He's like, I'll go grab us some drinks, right? And then he's like mm. over there doing whatever. And then like someone's like, oh, no, my horse broke its hoof. Can you come help? Right. <laughs> and he has to go be an, you know, emergency vet stuff outside. And Haley's there. And she's like, oh. And then Greg's like, what's a guy like you doing alone on Christmas Eve? And then like she's there and gets left. <laughs> Greg's being sleazy at Haley. Eric comes back in. They're necking it on. Eric's like, yep, that's what happens to me. Just this unfortunate. And then they like both leave with their coats and like look and see each other and go, I know you. I hey. saw you at the grocery store <laughs> and at the flower shop and at my aunt's we house. We have to stop meeting like this. Yeah. <laughs> we finally get that moment. But no, no, we no. did not. Because again, like 
Greg also shows up to the party in a turtleneck looking like a Bond villain. Like He does. Yeah, he lot. does a little. It, it is, is a lot. lot. It's a lot. Mm. I'm no offense to the actor who I'm sure is really lovely and very good. And also, Greg was meant to be an arsehole, so fantastic job. You did great. Um, <laughs> but like, I just, I was just like, why are you here? What is this? Why is she on a date with yeah. you? None of this makes it. It just felt like, oh, it just felt like no one had seen a conversation when writing this movie, mm-hmm. other than Eric, who was like. I'm a smooth talker, I'm a nice guy, and I know what's going on. <laughs> that was the thing as well, when Greg was like, I'm a nice guy. I was like, uh, immediate uh, ick. Yeah. Big, biggest ick. I my mouth when he said that. I was like, big bed wreck no, you're not, Greg. We, we know you're not. If you we're have very, to very tell someone you're that you're a nice guy, you're not a nice guy. <laughs> Just show it, and then we will think you're nice. Ooh, the ghost of Christmas icks. Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> gross of Christmas icks are great, amazing. Um, okay, I just, ugh. I mean, it's fine. It's a fine movie. Fine. I really yeah. liked that they dated. Like that was really mm-hmm. nice and refreshing because normally what happens is that they just like they meet, they hate each other, and then they're in love, and that's when they, you know, they go, yeah. "I love you," and then they go on their first date, and I'm like, "That's weird." So I really liked that he was like, "Let's go get a coffee," and then she was like, "Oh, I'm not yeah. sure," because she thought he had a boy, as a girlfriend. Cool, fair. They meet again. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Come on, you definitely owe me this cocoa." She's like, "Okay." They go have a cocoa. Stuff happens. He calls her. They go out for dinner. Like, there's like blah blah yeah. blah. They like keep meeting up. They seem to like get on and have similar interests mm-hmm. and they vibe. But I'm like, this is how it works. This is how it happens. Like so often, you just like meet with someone and vibe with someone, and you go and have a drink or a coffee or mm-hmm. you know. Don't go to the movies for a first date. PSA, terrible first date idea. Anyway, you like, you know, go for dinner, you go for a drink, you go for a coffee, you go for a little walk. You can't talk at the movies. This movie's a bad first date. No, um, you can talk at the movies, though. Yeah. I mean, you can. You just get thrown out. Just don't think it's a good idea. Mm. Uh, you know, go bowling, go do something, right? You know, and they, they went and do, did this yeah. and they have like a little wreath making session, just the two of them. And he's not very good at it. Mm-hmm. Also, I did have to laugh when she was like... Phoebe, help me. I can't make this stick. And then Phoebe's like, try this glue. And I was like, whoa, so talented. Jesus. No one could have fucking thought of that. Well, I was surprised he was so bad at making wreaths as well because, like, they were using wire. And I'm like, as a vet, do you not have to use, like, things like that to stitch animals? Surely yeah. you wouldn't be getting tangled up in animals. I Although, think he did fair, it on purpose. didn't see him doing much vetting. He was just, just like huddling things a lot. <laughs> That'd be me if I was a vet. Oh, just petting little cats. <laughs> there was a lot of very cute dogs in this movie. That did keep my interest. Yeah. That was nice. I appreciated that. We weren't going to have trees. And a lot of them had like little Christmas bows on or like a little Christmas collar. And I was like, oh, you're so cute. Um, so that was nice. <laughs> like that. Also, mistletoe. Twice. Yeah, mistletoe. Almost mm-hmm. mistletoe kiss. Almost. And he was very respectful yeah. as well, right? He was like, Oh, yeah. I kind of tricked you to come but he didn't just like trick her over there and then like plant one on her. He like made her yeah. aware of the situation in a very like mm-hmm. I'm vibing, are you vibing? Is this the vibe? Are you cool? Mm-hmm. Are you down? And she was like, Oh, the coffee's ready because she's doing whatever her <laughs> thing is. I was like, Okay, Phoebe, sure. And then later he's like, I got a present for you and I was like, Oh my god, please don't be a ring. Please don't be oh a ring. God, yeah. And it wasn't. It was fine. It was just mistletoe. I was like, oh, oh phew. Ring jump scare in three. <laughs> that was exactly how I felt as well. I was like, please tell me he's not going to propose. 
Please, please don't propose, Eric. Like, this is unnecessary. You've been so good this whole time. I know. Don't ruin it by proposing yeah. at the end. No, it was fine. It was just mistletoe. They had a little smooch. It was great. Yeah, it was good. Like, I, I think had there been more chemistry between the two leads, overall, it would have been yeah. a really good film. Because, like, they did do a lot of stuff quite well and in, like, complete opposition to what Christmas movies usually do. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a super rushed timeline. They didn't, like, absolutely hate each other. Like, there was some reluctance, which I get, like, as you're first dating and getting to know someone. But it's not, like, in Too Close for Christmas where What's-Her-Face hates Chad Michael Murray for most of the film. Yeah. And then is suddenly in love with him. Like, yeah. it's not that unbelievable. No, no, it definitely isn't. I mean, I'm trying to think who would have been really great in this. Like, because we've definitely seen various Christmas movies where, like, the Mm. leading lady is more, you know, oh, Eric would have been awesome in Lost at Christmas. Or is that what it's called? No. What was the one with bloody Lindsay Lohan? Oh, Falling for Christmas. Falling for Christmas. He would have been great instead of that guy who was in... um, Glee. Glee. Yeah, yeah, his name I can't remember. Yes, you would have. Wouldn't he have been great yes. against Lindsay Lohan? Age appropriate, very handsome, tall, yeah. nice, awesome. Could have been that rugged, whatever. I, I mean, I can mm-hmm. see from this why he's been in so many Christmas movies. I'm assuming he's the romantic yeah. lead in most of them. But like... I would assume so as well. Yeah. Well, it's... I would love to see him in like the Netflix and like simon's love story because we know that simon (gasps) is a bisexual icon like i want eric to be simon's love interest yes that would be super swell (laughs) Ooh, more eric more eric bring back eric (laughs) yeah i I really feel like all we're doing with watching these movies is shopping for our our ideal christmas movie (laughs) cast Maybe for like and the one end day of, we'll make it happen. Yeah, the end of season five, we'll pit, we'll do a pitch episode. It's just us pitching our idea for a Christmas movie with our dream cast, <laughs> and we'll like retell the story of what's gonna happen in our in our perfect Christmas movie. I would love that. That would be amazing. Two Christmas loving girls run a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and like the people who listen to the podcast their biggest fans and it's eric and simon oh oh my god (laughs) the end and kevin has his shirt off for some reason in this oh yeah Yeah, i mean he has to of course classic it's great well he's whipping up a cake (laughs) i will say if we do this episode no one's gonna have an idea what we're talking about other than us and i'm okay with that you know if you want to be on our level you've got to catch up okay chop chop we're not gonna (laughs) slow down for you there's a lot of in jokes here so you've got to go check out all of our other plethora of christmas movies over on uh, spotify (laughs) or amazon or wherever you get your christmas movies from maybe it's like what was the one from that harmony holiday harmony oh like i heart i heart radio podcast (laughs) they have them too you can maybe find us there give us a review rate us five stars obviously we're five star girlies so um yeah and let us know how you're gonna feel more festive if someone was hypothetically feeling a little bit a little bit of the holiday blues, a little bit of a sad candy cane. How would you cheer? How would you cheer off a sad candy cane? Let me know on Instagram. I'm interested. Well, you getting your grand yeah. for Christmas? Let me know that too. 
I've been wanting to know that since season oh. one, and still no one's no told one's told me. me. What am I? What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, I give the, I'm going to give this movie two light up candy canes out of five. Ooh. I think two. Ooh. It's not bad. It's just fine. Yeah. It's a fine. It's fine. It's it's there. It's on Prime, which makes it easy to find and, and viewable, which <laughs> yeah. is cool. Eric's very handsome, so that makes it nice. He's super handsome. Yeah. Super likable. Yeah. Like, he's so much more likable than most of the male love interests that we've had to I know. deal with. And to be honest, for Eric alone, I'm going to give it three and a half. Ooh. That's it. Three and a half. I just, I found him so likable and so respectful. That you now like the, the rest of the movie. Of life. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Wow. I turned to Jingle Boy at the end and I was like, you know, I really didn't hate that. <laughs> That's like high praise. <laughs> Can you imagine they put that on the poster? Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> I didn't hate that. They over here. Awesome. Well, rave the reviews there. <laughs> rave reviews there. But this, this has been super fun and we are stampeding towards Christmas, the big day itself. Yes, we are. And I, I can't quite believe it. But, we, but we're not done yet. We've got a few, a few more festive goodies up our sleeves. We're, yes, we we're do. Together next week for, I think, Christmas love story, though TBC, maybe it yeah. will be something a bit different. It does look no, no, pretty interesting, but I've seen a couple other things that I do think we should talk <laughs> about. So to next week for a surprise episode, we'll see what it is. Amazing. And um, yeah, we'll be here until December 24th, um, where we'll have a great surprise for you all. Um, maybe some blasts from the past. Who oh. knows? Who could, who's to say? Not us. I well, but maybe Naomi, not me. I don't know what's happening. I had too much of that oh. Christmas sherry. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Christmas, oh. Naomi. <laughs> Happy Christmas, <laughs> Santa. I've been good this year. Make your list and check it twice. I'll leave you a note right here. Underneath